What is up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-host this week, Micah. Hello. The game industry decided to chill the fuck out after everything happened uh, the couple weeks prior, except for Twitch, apparently. Twitch had everything happening, uh, which is unfortunate for them because most of the news for Twitch is not great news. Um because we're going to start by talking about them because they had a lot of major goings-ons last week. Um, I'm not even mentioning the fact that a lot of their top streamers basically threatened to boycott the platform uh, if they didn't take down these, like, gambling uh, streams that came on, like, gambling streams that could, like, scam uh, people that were, like, no-win, like, gambling things that people would throw money at, and it was Jesus. pretty awful. Um, also, pretty, pretty rough uh, is they decided... Uh, that now the top streamers for Twitch who previously enjoyed a 70-30 revenue split, 70 to the streamers and uh, 30 to Twitch uh, for ads, uh, is now being reduced to 50-50 for everybody uh, On if you stream on Twitch. Uh, it is worth noting that YouTube uh, gives a 70-30 split still. Um, to people that stream on there that reach a certain uh, a certain effort. Um, the thing that is pretty weird is that basically they are like their excuse for doing this is <laughs> because video is expensive and we have to pay Amazon. To use to like for 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 high speed video, essentially, it all comes back to Amazon. But but here's the thing: is that Twitch is owned by Amazon. Yeah. So what I was about to say, like I know tw- Amazon bought Twitch, but I didn't yes. know if it was like I didn't know if it was like some sort of um, uh, hey, you're like a like a bungee Sony deal. Right. Where it's like, hey, you're still kind of independent, but like you can come to us like but like we get like first right of refusal or, right. or we, you have to put your games on our platform only. But like you can do what you want. Um, Notice that. Yeah, it's not it's not like that. Like Amazon owned Twitch owns Twitch straight up. Now, this might be one of those things. So like um, the company that I work for in my day job, like we just bought a smaller company. Right. But and they have a manu like they have a manufacturing side of their business and we treat that as like separate from ours. So like when we you know basically have products manufactured to sell, we essentially are buying them from ourselves. If that makes sense. And so, so I'm ass- and so I'm assuming like it's a, the same thing here. What like a, like a subcontractor like a but like we're like we're cutting a purchase order to ourselves. Essentially, if that makes sense. Now, I don't know if any money's actually changing hands. I would imagine not, probably. I mean, I, I, I understand what you're saying, right? Yeah. Like, it's just a logistical thing. Like, it's still your stuff, but it's, right. it's, that's like bookkeeping and inventory. You know what I mean? Like, like, like for my job, we can't make any unauthorized purchases, right? Like, right. yeah. All right. I kind of get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we're, this, but we're also, but we're also not like, to our customers, like, oh, we're raising the price of the goods that we sell because we have to buy them from ourselves, apparently. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. 
This so doesn't like, make any sense. I, I I don't get it. Um, not surprisingly, streamers are pissed, but it's tough, right? Because like, like if you leave Twitch and go to YouTube full time, for example, like are you, how much of your of your platform is going to be retained? Because part of the thing that Twitch has that YouTube does not have uh, is the ability to just like channel surf on Twitch. Like I can't tell you how many times I've just gone to Twitch and not necessarily looking for something specific to watch, but just seeing, Hey, what looks cool. And then just like dipping onto a stream for, you know, a little bit and seeing if it's interesting and switching to another one and stuff like that. So you don't, I don't think YouTube gives you the same level of discoverability because YouTube is so vast that it's not, you know, it's not as front facing as Twitch is. Even with like premium and YouTube gaming, like they don't, um, they don't have like uh, channels that you can just kind of. Gaming's just a tab on there, and like you can subscribe to channels like you kind of, kind of like you can on Twitch and get like extra benefits in chat and things of that nature. But like, it's not like when you go on YouTube, like here, it's not like they're like fe- here's the featured gaming streams and like they show you the stream yeah. and like the little mini player like they do on Twitch. Like it's just it's just something else that YouTube does. Like it's not, you know, it's not the, it's not a destination for that right now. So, yeah. and that's where it gets tricky, right? So, like I feel like that Twitch to some extent feels like that they have some of their um, streamers over a barrel. Yeah, because like, some what sense, are you gonna do? right? What, what are you going to do? Um, look, I don't mind the. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind the fifty-fifty split for like Ninja, right? Like, because that mm-hmm. guy makes a ton of money, but, um, you know, smaller channels. I mean, come on, man. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Now it, this really does affect big streamers mostly. Cause apparently the, the, like the first, so like the first hundred thousand that you earn through subscription revenue is still 70, 70, 30. I don't know if that's yearly or monthly or whatever. I would assume it's probably yearly or actually it might just be lifetime might, might just be lifetime on the channel. And then that's when it drops to, to 50, 50. And I think this is just for um, Twitch partners as well. Mm-hmm. I don't think that Twitch or what, what's, what's the bigger See if Carrie was here, she could tell, I don't know if affiliate or partner is the higher rank, but whatever the higher ranked one is, I think that that's uh, this pertains to that. I think part, I think the lower rank one is 50, 50 regardless. Like, I think that there is no cap on, on that, but I think you have to be the higher rank to even get subscriptions. I could be completely off base with that. Someone that uses Twitch um, in our Discord can probably set me straight when they're when they're listening to the episode, or you know, once they listen to the episode. Um, so this really does target the bigger channels mostly, but that's also the people that I feel like that they have to keep the happiest Twitch because they're the people that are bringing viewers to the website. Yeah, but at the same time, like. Well, it's not like any of that money is being funneled back to lower, right? You know, yeah. It's just, it's just Twitch, just Twitch so, is taking more, <laughs> right? Yeah, they're just taking more. It's so, it's kind of like it's kind of like the argument where people like complain about the salaries of professional athletes and like how many millions of dollars and stuff they make, and it's just like, well, you do right. realize that like if those athletes didn't have that share of revenue. It's not like that the owners would just make shit cheaper for you. Like they would just pocket. Right. <laughs> right. So. And, mo- and in, in most cases, they wouldn't even like upgrade the uh, accommodations for you to go there. Right. Yeah. Like that money's not going back into like the stadium. Like, no, yeah. like get out of here. It's not like, oh, like we, we cut, we cut player salaries by 
uh, $10 million this year. So now beers can be dropped to, you know, the low, low <laughs> price of $5 a beer. No, you're still going to pay. Fuck, I went to an Orioles game a couple weeks ago and it was, uh, like a premium beer. So like not like your domestic swill of like your Bud Lights or your Coors Lights, but like a good beer was twelve fifty. Twelve fifty. Twelve fifty for a natty bow. No, it was not a nat- natty bow. <laughs> it's not a natty bow. It was a Modelo, if you must know. But <laughs> but uh, but I paid that twelve fifty because because you're held you're held hostage yeah, at the uh, wanna, at the ball yeah, game. So yeah, you don't want to drink, you know. You don't want to drink what's going in that latrine, in that trough <laughs> in the latrine. Like, get out of here. Yeah. So, I mean, so that's and so that's why I don't understand, you know, why people would fight against this. I don't think anyone really is saying, oh, won't somebody think of the poor streamers? Like, because, again, like, if it's not going to them, it's going right back into Twitch's pockets as well. I Like I said, their, their, their video, their, their, re, their rationale for it, um, it just doesn't make any sense to me and like they're using like they're like you know twitch is like according to the published rates for amazon web service video streaming and you know this is how much it would cost i'm like yeah but you're not paying those rates like you're fucking owned by amazon there's no way in hell that you're paying the published rates that (laughs) joe gamer would pay if they were using aws by themselves like that's an insane thing to say an insane comparison to make i i just um i find it uh i find it funny that you know, Twitch responds by saying, we are blown away by the response of this post <laughs> and have been carefully considering it for the better part of last year. Uh, but we're declining it. Like, don't get it twisted. We're declining it. But we appreciate you voicing your opinion that does not matter to us. Yeah, we're happy that you care. We're happy yeah. <laughs> that you care, but uh, we don't. So fuck off. Um, it doesn't get much better though, um, because basically Bloomberg um, published a report that says that that calls out the sheer numbers of accounts on Twitch, which are being you know children streaming, and by children I mean like you know teenagers, um that have a ton of follows and that have a ton of accounts linked to them um, and who interact with them from like childhood predators. And that seems to be a real big fucking problem. Uh, Please tell me the the person uh, that you have in the link is, is in this report. Uh, I would love for him to be in this report. Highly unlikely. I feel like Uh, so. uh, Damn. But I got a pet file, man. <laughs> well, I mean, it's 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 a it's a thing that's worth investigating, right? Because like if you have all these kids on here that are streaming and now, you know, for for the record, Twitch, you know, you have to be at least 13 years old to have your own Twitch account. But that doesn't really typically stop people. Yeah. <laughs> in this day and age. Yeah. <laughs> you got to you got to do basic math. Yeah. Uh, and even then, you don't really have to. Even if you don't know basic math, you can just keep you know, submitting the wrong age until you get the right age. Also correct. Uh. Also correct. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that, so that's a problem that Twitch has said that they've done quote extent. They've made extensive investments uh, over the past two years to better stay ahead of bad actors and prevent any users who may be under 13 from accessing Twitch. Um, but given how poor a job they've done of, you know, managing hate speech on the right. platform, <laughs> 
I, I I'm not I'm not gonna put too much uh, too much weight on uh, Twitch's ability to stamp this out. And as if the irony police couldn't have come along at a better time, the same week that this report is announced, uh, Congressman Matt Gates of Florida uh, accused sex trafficker of under of of underage girls uh, announces that he is starting his own Twitch channel uh, to be able to mm. get his message out to uh, to a, to a whole new audience. Mm. Yeah, his message. Yeah. Oh god. Oh god. That guy's creepy, man. He is. There's 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 something there's something off with him, man. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about like I'm not just talking about his bass awkward like views. Um because a lot of people have those. Like that guy's a fucking problem. And um yeah, gross, man. Gross. Um I look forward to him being in this report uh in the future. Um <laughs> We live in a weird time, man. Yeah. Uh, someone, someone on our Discord, uh, densepistols.com slash fans, uh, put up a question. I don't think they put it in the post office. I think they put it in the journal. And um, he, the person had a question about, like, about like when do you get your kids, like, mm-hmm. into gaming? And, um, and uh, yeah, so Roderick says, um, what are – where are y'all at with your kids playing online games? His children are 10 and seven. They both have switches. No problem letting them play online with those things. Um, uh, but not games with actual dialogue between players. Uh, is this unreasonable raising first generation of kids or fully online freaks me out a bit. Yeah. You and me both buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he, he goes on a bit, but look, man, we live in a weird time and, um, it's like it's a it's a blessing to to for for kids to grow up with like all this technology and like be connected and shit like that but like it's scary man because like they're the weirdos are still around Mm -hmm. right the gates are still around and um i don't know i i think about stuff like that you know and it's um you know you can only safeguard your you can only safeguard your your stuff as much as you know, up to a point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like I I'm because I'm into this stuff. I'm I'm going to be one of those parents that like actually uses the parental locks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just I don't know. Do you think about this? Do you? Uh, is I mean I know you you are in a slightly different situation. But, yeah. But um, I don't know. I feel like. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know if you feel like you might be uh, more susceptible to it or, or what do you, what do you, what are your thoughts? I, so like you said, I'm in a bit of a different situation because my son is, you know, he, he's, he has autism and he's, you know, developmentally delayed and stuff like that. So like, I'm not, I don't, he, and he's eight, so I don't have to worry about him, you know, going online to play online games. Like I'm thrilled enough that he picks up my switch and actually plays, you know, Mario Kart and plays it kind of, kind of for real, which is neat. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like if he does catch up from a development standpoint and starts to use the Internet, he I I would be more worried because he would be someone that would be more susceptible to falling right. in to, to things like that because he doesn't necessarily have the, you know, the things to look out for and, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, the tricky part of technology is, like you said, it, it while it enhances all these great things about society, any if you're enhancing the good things, you're inherently going to be enhancing 
the bad things as well. Like before, yeah. like if you, you know, if you were, if you would see, you know, fringe views, for example, if you had like alt-right views, you had to literally find people in your community who also held these views in order to like congregate with them. Now you just need to find a fucking chat room on, you know, 8chan or 4chan somewhere to be yeah. able to, to be able to find these same fucking people. So that's not a coincidence that hate groups, um, you know, have flourished quite a bit in the internet age because it just makes the ease of finding people with similar views. Um, you know, no problem. Like, like makes yeah, it super you can, easy. You can literally Google it. Right. <laughs> so the same, the same is true with people that, you know, want to, that are child predators that want to, you know, prey on kids and, and try to groom kids and stuff like that. Like that's easier now. And, and avenues like Twitch and things of that nature make it all the more, accessible like gives people new avenues to kind of to kind of prey on folks which is very scary but that's why it's on these platform holders to kind of be the gatekeepers to to keep things safe and i'm not saying that the responsibility falls entirely on them i mean one of the right. one of the drums that we've beaten on this show for the last nine years is parents need to be involved and a lot of times right. like when kids are you know getting into games they shouldn't be getting into or finding you know things like that, that they shouldn't be getting into there's a lot of parental negligence that often is associated with that, not being aware of things your kids are watching and things your kids are playing and thing, and just having a complete of kind of a disinterest in their general hobbies, which can help prevent a lot of that stuff. But by the same token, you can't watch them 24 seven. Yeah. And like I, I used to, um, you know, when we worked at GameStop, I used to like, I used to think to myself, like, Wow, this parent's a bad parent. They don't know that, like, you know, they it's 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 very clear there's a big M for mature on mm -hmm. this game. Like, why are you letting your kid buy Saints Row, right? Mm -hmm. Um, when I had to tell them, you know, hey, like this is but like I get it. Like mm -hmm. I get it. Because like you said, like it's like parenting is fucking hard, man. Uh don't have kids if you don't want them. I'm not saying that as like I'm regretful. I, I wanted my children. But it is fucking hard, man. <laughs> and um, and uh, so I get it if a, if a parent is just kind of like lapse la has a lapse in like judgment for some for stuff mm -hmm. like that. But like you said, you got to at least show an interest, right? Yeah. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know what I don't know what the kids listen to nowadays, right? Like I don't know who like you know little fart box X or whatever, like. I, I don't I don't I don't know who the who the 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 hip like shit is because I'm fucking old. Mm -hmm. Uh and I guarantee you like there's going to be some video game in in uh five, ten years when they start playing video games and I'm like I I don't know what I, I don't know what this is. Right? I mean that should that should exist now for you. You bear you barely right, know it like right. Minecraft is. Right, I I have no idea what Minecraft what, is. My, actually, actually, here's here's the ultimate example of this, and 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 th this is funny because this is a blind spot for gamers alike as well as non gamers. Micah, can you describe to me how Roblox works? I yo, I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> I have no idea what I have no idea what Roblox is. Yeah, Roblox, as far as I'm concerned, is like Rock'em Sock'em Robots. That's the closest thing I have to Ro Roblox. And, the, and no meanwhile, idea. Roblox is arguably like one of the biggest gaming platforms that currently is in existence right now. Like pulling right, down that, revenues of, of like $15 billion a year or something stupid like that. Th this person on Discord just literally said, oh, yeah, I let my kids play with Roblox. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I, 
it, I, that's not how you pronounce roadblocks, Jay. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> this is fucking weird. And, and, and like Roblox itself has a very savory, uh, uh, sorry, unsavory, I should say, undercurrent that kind of like that. It's a very exploitative platform. Um, it's, you know, it, it, like as far as like exploiting, because it's essentially like a hub where you can develop games like it, it, it's it's kind of like little big planet ish in some ways um where not only can you like buy stuff and you know go around these worlds but you can also like make content for the game that's kind of how the game thrives it has this ecosystem of people making content for it but not shockingly or not you know not shockingly at all like they're very exploitative of the people that generate content for the game as well there's a couple uh there's a youtube channel called people make games uh that have done two pretty good exposés of kind of like how Roblox works. And for me, like, like, again, I'm a fucking gamer. I know video games. I do a fucking podcast every week about video games. And before I watched those videos, I couldn't have told you dick all about Roblox, except that the characters look like, you know, off-brand Lego characters, basically, that you control <laughs> the game. That's all I knew about it. That's all I knew about it. And I knew that parents came into GameStop and got Roblox cards like crazy for their kids <laughs> to the same, at the same, almost the same rate that they were buying V-Bucks. That's all I so, knew about it. So I typed in uh, Ro- Roblox in Google, and I'm like, oh, okay, here's the official site. Click. They're like, sign up. I'm like, nope. Yeah. You're not even going to give me information about yeah. what it is. Nah, they just want you to play. They just want you to get in there. Nah, yo. Get nah, in there so and give I, me money is what they so want. So then I found the Wikipedia link halfway down the page. Mm-hmm. Fuck off, Google. Like, what are you doing? Yo? <laughs> you you, th- you think the Roblox company is going to let the Wikipedia <laughs> link be the top top hit on the search results? Come on. And uh, and Wikipedia, you know, they have a table of contents, and there's a big old there's a big old subsection called cr- uh, criticism, and um, and it's a whole ass page long. And I'm just like, mm, all right, yeah, this is. Mm-mm. I, I like I said I do I do recommend those docs if uh, if you guys haven't seen them out there again it's from People Make Games is the YouTube channel that they're on not to not to point you in other directions from other content but you gotta gotta get the good stuff while it's out there um, winding all the way back to Twitch to, to finalize their uh, really shit week uh, their vice president of global creators named Constance Knight uh, decided to leave the company last week in the wake of this revenue uh, split change news. Um, she did not mention where she was going. She just said that she was off on a new adventure that provides exciting growth opportunities for both prof- for her, both professionally and personally in the quote creator space. So Constance Knight, that is a, that is an awesome name. That sounds like a black, uh, there it is. Yep. There <laughs> it is. Uh, cause that sounds like a black ass name, Constance Knight. Um, I always found it weird when, uh, when, you know, executives just kind of just kind of roll out mm-hmm. um well and again like the timing yeah like not not conspicuous at all i'll say yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah i don't know man i don't know i hope uh i hope twitch gets its shit together um apparently it is a uh it is a platform that people like i only watch twitch during like evo yeah that's that's about it um, like I said, I, for, for me, I, I enjoy it because it's, it's a, it's a cool like bit of back, like, you know, like if, when you just want something on in the background that you don't have to kind of yeah. pay attention to, it's like that. Like I, in, in many ways it's replaced TV for that, for me. Like if I don't have a YouTube video that I want to listen to, yes, listen to, or if I don't have, you know, something I'm that right I, with, 
So something that, you know, our podcast on the background while I'm gaming, like I'll just throw on Twitch. And I'm right there with you with yeah. uh, listening to like YouTube videos. Yeah. Like I'll just find a video essayist and mm-hmm. just listen to them talk for an hour and a half. Uh, <laughs> I might start doing that. With you. The problem is like, I don't think video games are, when I think Twitch, I think it's the video game channel, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's the video game app. Everything that you're going to see on there is video games. And my issue is that the only spectator, I, fighting games are the only spectator sport when it comes to video games for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know how people can watch a first person shooter uh, <laughs> and not be playing. It. I, I mean, listen, I, I like using it to watch, like if I want to get like a good sense of what a game actually plays like before I buy it, like that Twitch is yeah. made for that and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, but no, it's it's partly the video game channel. And it's partly the content creator channel that happens to use video games as a backdrop for <laughs> for, keep, for these I personalities. Keep, yeah, I keep I keep forgetting about that. I yeah. keep forgetting about that, uh, especially because one of my favorite content creators is like an actual content creator. Yeah. Um, but I but I, he puts all his videos on one. He's on the West Coast, so fuck that. I'm not <laughs> I'm not staying up till midnight to watch you stream for three hours. And two, he puts everything on YouTube, nicely edited, uh, in like ten to twenty minute chunks. So YouTube for me all the way. Uh, speaking, go to, speaking of which, <laughs> yeah, yeah, go to densepixels.com slash fans. Uh, as we said earlier, um, get your uh, questions in the post office. Uh, we will we will talk about whatever you want to talk about, uh, gaming or you know not related, got not gaming related, right? Like if you if you need life advice, uh, I'm in midlife, so I can guide you up to forty something. Uh, Brad is almost at midlife. Don't say um, that. <laughs> it, may, it may be true but that doesn't mean i like to hear it oh you got you got what you got another like five six seven years before you hit like like before you're firmly in midlife right yeah uh, um but yeah we we've been around we've been around and we 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 can give you different perspectives on things uh that's the beautiful thing about this podcast especially when all four of us are on we can give you wildly different uh, uh, perspectives on, on it's true. On everything. Um, go to youtube.com slash dense pixels and subscribe. You can see what Brad is sipping on. He's sipping on some scissor. Uh, is, is, that <laughs> is, that, is that, is that what they call beers in the, uh, in, in, <laughs> so the kids are called them these days, you know, I found out, uh, through other podcasts I listen to Mike, do you know the new slang term for a hot dog with the kids today? I, I do not. They call it, they call them glizzies. I'm not even making Gliz- this up. Yes. Glizzy. Glizzy. Yeah. Is, 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 uh, is the new slang term for hot dogs. I, I hate kids. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Like, what, the fuck? what the fuck does that mean? Glizzy. <laughs> All right. Yo. All right. All right. This is, this is also how you, this is also how you know I'm in midlife. I hate young people. <laughs> Did you did you ever truly like them though? Is the question that I have. I, you know, I like little kids. I like little kids, but like, you know, as long as they're not in movies, I, I like little kids. But waiting, like, waiting for your son to ask you for some glizzies one day. <laughs> yo, I'm gonna be like, what? Like, <laughs> like, shut up, yo, just shut up, get out of here. It's a hot dog, and you wouldn't want the hot dogs that we get because my wife buys my wife buys like chicken hot dogs. Mm-hmm. And turkey hot dogs because she thinks they're healthier. Yo, it's a hot dog. Yo. Yeah, it's a hot dog. Ain't nothing healthy about. No, it. if I listen, if I if I'm gonna eat a hot dog, give me all beef. But I'm, I'm a bratwurst guy personally. So 
Yeah, like I want like an actual like like an actual sausage, yeah. not just like mystery meat in a can or in a tube. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, that was the YouTube ad. Uh, <laughs> 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 subscribe to all of the po- all of our podcasts wherever you get your podcasts, including the Nerdpocalypse, Black on Black Cinema, Coming Distractions, and the weekly preview episode of Look Forward Political Podcast. And if that's not enough, go to densepixels.com slash premium. For $5 a month or $50 for the full year, you get access to the premium play of content, including the airing of grievances, no time to bleed, the men with the golden tongues, upstage conversations, and the full episode of the Look Forward Political Podcast that is being recorded uh, Wednesday uh, in a couple in a couple of days. Yeah. Look, I will always beat the drum for that podcast. Uh, it, it as someone who is politically aware, but not like not like I, I know enough that I can just kind of yada yada myself through a conversation. Um, but if you if you really want like like if you like our style of podcasting and and you are into politics or want to get into politics uh that five dollars a month or fifty dollars for the full year is uh completely worth it for that for look forward alone and then you get all the other extra stuff in our back catalog so densepixels.com slash premium yeah very exciting week this week we get to talk about fascism returning to italy for the first time in (laughs) that's really exciting um so today, E3 uh, came out and said, hey, we're coming back in person. And the everyone in the industry responded, is that a threat? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so whether you like it or not, uh, E3 is coming back as an in-person event next June. Uh, they're going to be giving three days to industry attendees and two days back to the general public. Uh, important to note, no word on whether or not any of the big three uh, are planning to attend. I would guess probably not. Maybe Microsoft out of the three. I would, I would hope that they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I kind of hope they don't. And you're right. If, if any of them are going to, it's going to be Microsoft because they will see it as, well, we've got all E3 to ourselves. Right. right? But um, no, nah, man, it's, it seems like it's a pain in the ass. And like, I wonder what kind of revenue that thing does for uh, L.A. Um, I mean, it does it do any more revenue than any other convention that, that happens right. at the L.A. That's convention what saying, That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, 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 I just don't see the point of going back in person. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, people, I guess, really want to, like, try unfinished games. But like. I one is ind- the first day is all industry. Mm-hmm. Industry people can get a hold of games, right? Yeah. Um, influencers can get a hold of games, right? Like I, 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 I follow like three or four people who are just who just mainly talk about fighting games, and they were given Street Fighter Six codes to try so that they can talk about it, right? Like they didn't have to necessarily go to like because they were able to capture footage and shit. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, they weren't they didn't have to necessarily go to a location in order to do it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I've never been to an E three. Terrence has been, which is bizarre to me because I think he did it just to say he did it because mm-hmm. Terrence like hates going to stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just don't, I just don't, I just don't see it. It is shocking to me how in a relatively quick time span, I mean, like 
you know, go back 2018, like we were still like all for, you know, geeking out over E3 and shit like that, like super excited about it. And it's amazing how in such a short amount of time, like the Jeff Keighley Summer Games of Palooza has serviced me completely in yep. that regard. Like, like to, to the point where I'm like, when I heard this news came out today, like E3 is coming back. I was like, all right, I guess. <laughs> Like, right. like, like I'm thinking of myself like fuck like it's gonna be annoying as shit now like it's all it's all gonna be like condensed into you know the small thing and and again like it's it's I, I think part of that is because the importance of E3 started to wane as first Nintendo and then Sony um pulled out of E3 and stopped showing up um so it, you know you didn't have those press conferences that were really for me that was really the best part of E3 was going through the press presentations and kind of breaking them down and, and reviewing them or, you know, what, what we did a couple of times is, you know, live streaming over them and that kind of stuff. That to me was the fun part of E3, the actual, like having to follow game news for a week and like sift through a shitload of, you know, content from like GameSpot or, you know, <laughs> websites like that to yeah. find the good stuff, to find the gems. That's, that's not fun. Um, and yeah. I think, I think summer games fest did a good enough job of spreading that stuff out. Um, to where it's a little bit more manageable. Like they, like Summer Games Fest still has that one weekend, which is like jam packed, but it's not. It, it never felt the same magnitude as E three did. Yeah, man. Like there's a thing where there's like it's just set up better, right? To for it to be you know a couple weeks, yeah, instead of three days. Like it's it's like Comic Con, man, for video games, and like. Yeah, I would encourage you to like if you're into like like nerdy shit, I would encourage you to go to San Diego Comic-Con at least once. Mm-hmm. You will have a good time. Um but you but like that stuff has diminishing returns, especially as you get older. God, uh, well, not not from what you the way you described it, like didn't you guys wait outside fucking Hall H for Eight hours or nine. We're never doing that shit again. Yeah. I'm never doing that shit again. We waited outside. And this is before we found out you can get like press passes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they're just handing press passes out. Uh, we waited outside in line for 10 hours, um, which is fucking ridiculous. And uh, that was all of Saturday. And and we did it one time. We've been to, we've been to San Diego Comic-Con maybe like two or three times. And we did that one time. And I'm just like, yo, I, I can't do this again. Like it just is this, this just isn't fun. And it's not like we were getting paid to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, nah, man, no, I told myself the only time I would go back is if, is if the boys wanted to go, if they're into this and they wanted to go fine, we'll go. But I, I ain't sitting, I ain't standing in line like that anymore. And, and And you are correct. Like that is the other thing. Like when you get older, like that shit loses its appeal. Yeah. Super it really fast. Does. Yeah. <laughs> like to like to the point now, like e- like not that midnight releases need to be a thing anymore, but you will not catch you would not catch my ass at a fucking midnight release. Nope. Ever. You said anything. you said it you said it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. You won't even uh, and I agree with you. I'm not even staying up till midnight to play a to play no, a game. No, I'll, get, I'll, I'll get it I'll get it at five thirty the following <laughs> evening once I'm back home <laughs> right. from my job. <laughs> or if it, if it comes out on a Friday at midnight, no, no, still five thirty because it will come out on a Friday, and then I, you know, still have to work, and then, and then, yeah, you know. 
and and, honestly, and if and if it's a truly if it's a truly special game that that that's gonna be an experience for me, I'll take PTO like an adult and fucking sit. Yeah, and exactly. <laughs> like that's that's the perk of like having like a, a decent job. Like I'll just take a day off. Right. Get out of here. Uh, so revisiting the uh the big story from last week, which is the hacking and distribution of uh unfinished gameplay content from Grand Theft Auto Six. Um, so the suspected hacker has already been caught by police and is already in court. Micah, it will shock you to no end to learn that the suspected hacker is a 17 year old from Oxfordshire, England, (laughs) who is also (laughs) accused of being the same guy that apparently had a major, like hacked into Uber as well and held a lot of their data up for ransom and again like if you think that he's like oh like he's like some super hacker guy no apparently he got in through the use of social engineering tactics which is not like hey like let me hack in your database but like hey let me trick somebody into giving me their login credentials oh so he's just like he's just like a good-looking douchebag yeah <laughs> or 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 just good at scamming people like over sms or, so, or something like that <laughs> Yeah, so he's not even like a genius like yeah, he's just a con man. Yeah, he's just like you said, <laughs> just a clever, a clever seventeen-year-old kid. How the fuck, man? Like, if I'm Rockstar, <laughs> right? Like, I am embarrassed that not even a fucking adult hacked me, <laughs> or, or you know, like like broke into my system. So he's being charged with, uh, let's see, two counts of computer misuse. Uh, as they call it, as well as two counts of breaching bail conditions, because apparently uh, he had had previous run-ins with the police in England over hacking charges, uh, because they suspect they were suspected to breach both Microsoft and Samsung a couple years ago, as well when they were 15 years old. Um, because of England's um, uh, uh, privacy laws, we don't know the name of the individual because that's not uh, released until they are. I think until they're at least like tried. Maybe even when the trial is settled is when that comes out. But typically, uh, police in England don't release the name of suspects of crimes, which seems like a good thing, actually, <laughs> like in, in terms of yeah, preserving justice. Yeah, you probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that seems like a good idea. Yeah. Uh, if I was Rockstar, I would um, I would create a a uh, a side quest involving this whole thing. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's the only way you can really. You, know, you gotta be able to laugh yeah. at yourself, right? Yeah. And, 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 and like that, that kid would be like a bumbling idiot or whatever, yeah. right? Like that kid would, like the main character would like get pissed and like, like murder them because that's what main characters in Rockstar games do. They murder people. It reminds, um, it, 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 like what you need to do, like you remember, cause so like a lot of, a lot of talk lately about the Batman animated series, aka the greatest cartoon probably of our time. I would say One of television shows. Yes. And uh, do you remember the, you, of course, I, I, I don't know why I'm prefacing this with, do you remember? Cause of course you remember the, uh, the gray ghost. Of course. Adam West. Yes. Uh, yeah. I love it. But yeah. also, also Bruce, Tim playing the voice of like the, uh, like the very psychotic, like, <laughs> like over eager yes. fan <laughs> who was actually the, the, the antagonist of the story. Yeah. The syndrome of uh, yes, <laughs> as as a meta commentary on a on a certain breed of comic fans. Yeah, yeah. Funny how that breed of comic fan forgot about that. 
Yeah. And still persists <laughs> to this day because that episode was made like 30 years ago, basically. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> but there's damn. but they're still around. So, yeah. So we'll see what happens. Um, I, it's, it's funny because like like in like in the wake of the hack, like this dude went online on like message boards and was like, yeah, like I didn't realize that this was going to stir up so much shit. And like I'm looking for fi- a five figure ransom from from Rockstar. Yeah, I think like- that's I think that's I think that was probably the first like tip that yeah. the National Cyber Crime Unit kind of pieced together when he when he kind of when he kind of did that like Doctor Evil ransom right? <laughs> <laughs> like I want ten thousand like, dollars. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's not actually a lot of money these days. <laughs> oh shit. Um look, if uh if you've got ten thousand dollars that you uh <laughs> that you just ransom from a from a billion dollar corporation and uh would like to give it to another billion dollar corporation, please do so at densepixels.com slash Amazon. Uh, Google the, the Google Google Glizzy on Amazon and see what pops up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm doing it. I know you are. That's why, that's why I'm excited. I can't wait to see what pops up. It's Glizzy. Yo, it really. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, I I I went to densepixels.com slash Amazon and googled Glizzy and a bunch of T-shirts with hot dogs. On. <laughs> um. The Glizzy Goat, G- Glizzy Gang, Glizzy G- Glizzy Gang, like just, <laughs> that sounds like the that sounds like the worst group of of uh, of ne'er do wells you will ever see. Uh, the Glizzy <laughs> Gang, the hot dog eating gang. Yeah, man, you can get yourself a um, you can get yourself a uh, a number one Glizzy Gobbler shirt mm. uh, for nineteen ninety nine uh, at densepixels dot com slash Amazon. What? Why is it called a glizzy? Why? I, I was gonna say someone, someone way hipper than us in our Discord is gonna have to explain. I know we have some folks in there that are like that, that like some Gen Zers that could uh, that could that could explain this to us to the to to to, to, to an old elder millennial and a and a and a young Gen Xer over here as as yeah, to why man. fucking hot dogs are called glizzies. Yeah, like I can't. Yeah. All right. All right. Um. Yeah, because when I yeah, I've heard the name, I've heard the word before, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a hot dog. It was a pistol, a gun, <laughs> a firearm. I got the glizzy, right? Like 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 a like for for Glock, right? Like and I've never even heard that before. Like oh, Jesus Christ. All right. All right. All right. Like the blicky, right? Like I got the blicky, right? Like all right, all right, yo. All right. And now it's just a hot dog. You're 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 saying words that don't make any sense to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Go to densepizzle.com slash Amazon and get yourself a uh, glizzy gladiator shirt for seventeen ninety nine. Yes, uh, no. Go to com slash Amazon and get yourself a uh, a glizzy a pair of glizzy uh, boxer briefs. Guess where the hot dog is. On the <laughs> <laughs> if, I mean, if I'm just saying, if it's straight down the center, then that's not uh, that's not anatomically correct, as far as I know. So, <laughs> oh shit, uh, no, no great way to transition to this. Um, so 
FIFA doing one of the coolest things that they could have done. Now, I don't know why I didn't why it didn't occur to me that this collaboration would happen because it, it makes way too much sense. And the way that FIFA is structured, like you can easily slot this in and it is no problem. But uh, Ted Lasso and the AFC Richmond soccer team uh, are co- or sorry, football club to be more to be more precise, uh, are coming to FIFA 23, um, which you'll be able to use them in various fashions in career mode. Um, or you can create your own pro and join AFC Richmond in career mode. Uh, in career mode, you can swap them in for another Premier League team. Uh, their stadium uh, is going to be in the game, which is uh, Nelson Road, which actually is Crystal Parks or Crystal Park, Crystal Palace's uh, Selhurst Park is the stadium it's uh, it's filmed at. Uh, and you'll be able to pl- use them in the offline modes and also in FIFA Ultimate Team. Um, you'll be able to use uh, Ted Lasso and Coach Beard uh, as the head coach. Of your uh, of your fictional uh, ultimate team soccer club, which to me, uh, I, I'm a little disappointed that the players themselves aren't going to be available as playable yeah, players in ultimate I, team. Yeah, I was a little, I was, you know that that kind of sucks. I, mean, I like would said, I would love to see what like Jamie Tart's overall rating would be. Yeah, in, in, in FIFA. <laughs> I would I would love to see what Obi Sanya's uh like 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 overall would would be in that game as well. That'd be crazy. Like you said, this is a this is an idea that um it's one of those things where it's like oh yeah, like why didn't I think of why didn't they do this sooner? Why didn't I think of it sooner, right? right? Like it's uh especially because like Jason um um Jason Sudeikis like but he didn't know anything about football. So mm-hmm when he got the job, part of the learning experience was playing FIFA. Um, so yeah, this is awesome. Um, I, I kind of, I kind of wish there was going to be a, a, a digital Hannah Waddingham. Uh, in the game. <laughs> got a little, I got a little, I got a little crush on Hannah Waddingham, yeah. but, um, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Look, fucking AFC Richmond is in FIFA, yo. Like that's like, that's dope, yo. Like you talk about trying to get like, the casual American to, mm-hmm. to pick up FIFA for a change. Like, like how many people, like, look, I, I started watching, uh, you've been, you've been kicking the ball for about, about football, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, for 10 years. Yeah. Damn near. This podcast. <laughs> and, um, and I finally start watching it when fucking Ted Lasso comes on and I didn't even start when Ted Lasso came on because I didn't watch it the first season. Cause I'm like, the fuck is a soccer show? Get out of here. <laughs> Who cares? Right. Uh, and then it started getting a bunch of awards. So yeah, man, this makes the perfect sense. Um, this is, this is awesome. This is dope. Yeah. It's cool shit. Um, I mean, and no, no word on if FIFA is going to get the, uh, going to get a mature rating so that we can actually have the Roy Kent chant in the games. Yeah. Um, that would be, that would be really cool. But, uh, I don't, I don't foresee that happening. At any point, maybe, maybe, maybe on the PC version, someone can mod it in. <laughs> oh, it's gotta happen now. Yeah. It's gotta happen now. <laughs> That'd be pretty he's dope. there. He's there. He's every fucking way. <laughs> you know that that's the one part of American sportsdom that I I don't understand how we have not figured out how to how to how to like have actual songs instead of we just have like shitty chants because we're dumb. Because we're dumb. Like that's like, that's basically it. Like we can't, because, because America can't come together for literally anything. Yeah. Um, we can't like, 
like, and it would, and, and we don't know how to have fun, right? <laughs> like, like Americans are too busy, like wearing, you know, trying to be badasses and shit. Like, nah, yo. Like, like, nah. So, like football clubs in, in Europe have like actual fucking like long yeah. songs that are sung. Yeah, man. Like they, the like I, I will, I, I always love when wrestling goes overseas because those crowds, one are like incredibly appreciative. Right. And and two, they know how to have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, they do better chants. They do uh, not just like not just the songs, but like even just like the regular ass chants. Yeah, they're they're so much uh, better at it than we are. Um, yeah, get it together, America. Stop stop only coming together uh, uh, during the national anthem when O comes around. <laughs> Put that. I like that. Like, put that energy into like other chants. Yeah. Have also, songs. also, all you people, all you, all you like, all you like, like Star Spangled Banner is like the most like reverent song ever. Like, you can't say that and then be like, oh, <laughs> uh, in the middle of the fucking song. You can't. You can't. Yo, you can't. You full of shit. Dude, there. So, so the the Chicago is it the black? Yeah, I think it's the Blackhawks. The Chicago Blackhawks in in hockey have this weird tradition during the playoffs where during the playoffs, when the star spangled banner is being sung, the crowd like screams and cheers like their heads off during the entirety of the song. It's, I don't know why they do it, but they do. Um, and like, I remember people like that saw it for the first time, like this, this is so disrespectful to our, net. like you, you have to stand there and silent. I'm just like, who gives a shit? Like the song's fucking there it just as fucking military propaganda anyway. It's like a that's, formality. Uh, right. It's yeah. a it's military propaganda and it's a formality. And guess what? It's a shit song. Like I'm not even like this ain't even like anti-American. Like it's just a poorly written song. Oh, they're like that that's how I know like people don't broaden their horizons. They're like people, oh, it's the best national anthem. There's some fucking dope national anthems in Europe. Like you you want you want a fucking like like top Top two national anthems, and I think I think it's in this order: France and Italy are like the two baller national anthems that are out there. I believe it. I believe it. I mean, fucking France, fucking France is La Marseille. Like that. Like that's that's a that's a song literally about like oh we're fucking kicking the shit out of everybody in revolutionary France. Like we like we are fucking overthrowing the government. That's what that fucking song's about, and, right. and that's their fucking national anthem. Ours is about fucking fireworks and or and like like it's all right all right all right all right it's a shit it's a poorly written song it really is quite frankly I would I would I would much rather have no bullshit I would much rather have and I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free I would much rather have that song be our national anthem than the fucking oh like it's it it drones on it's a poorly written song don't none of the fucking words rhyme that's why everybody's like oh because it's almost done like thank god <laughs> and you know the orioles but whatever uh we're not we're not we're not the only ones that have uh the orioles are the only ones that have like weird like national anthem quirks that they that they do yeah. during the song so yeah because you know it's a boring song and everyone pretends to respect it yeah 
Uh, we go to the post office. That's, that's a fantastic transition to the post office where the irreverence gets dialed up to 11 because you can go to thispistols.com slash fans and ask us questions, much like Johnny did, who asked us a couple wrestling questions. Uh, first of all, who had Billy Gunn being in the top five most popular wrestlers in 2022 on their bingo card? That is incorrect. Billy Gunn himself is not in the top five most popular wrestlers. The claimed as a team are in the top five uh, most popular wrestlers. Get, Billy Gunn is adjacent to this, and he's only popular because of the uh, of the of the new acclaimed catchphrase uh you know that that bowen says before every match now um look i like the acclaim uh, I do of too. course every, everyone loves the everyone loves the acclaim right you know why you like the acclaim you're not really an aew guy right like not not particularly like, you know why you like the acclaim because they're the most sports entertaining fucking thing on aew yeah and and it's it amazes me that like like super like people who take wrestling way too seriously <laughs> think that AEW is like a real combat sport and like everything should be like super serious like yeah yeah we got this <laughs> meanwhile you got two dudes over here talking about scissor me daddy ass yeah what 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 one of those free like freestyle diss tracking people on the way to the ring and the, and the other right <laughs> one of the other ones tell people to scissor rhymes. him right and the other one is 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 talking about doing a sexual act like and has it on a shirt like what the <laughs> fuck? like this like like okay, right? Like you like them because they're they're sports entertaining and they're fucking characters, right? Like you know who else I like that everyone else seems to like? Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because he's uh, his wrestling is okay, right? It's not bad, but he's certainly not like the upper echelon of the wrestlers that they have there. But you know what he's got? Fucking personality, and he's sports entertaining. Like, well, you, you need a, you need a balance, right? Like you can't just have. A fucking whole company of you know of of, of Daniel Bryan's or sorry Brian Jameson's right. like you can't like that doesn't work like you need a mix you need a mix of the two right like I just it's and, and I think and quite frankly I think I think we need more of the sports entertaining part than like there's a place for like the the ROH Pure Championship, right? Like there's a place for matches like that. But like nah, yo, I want like, everybody loves the acclaim, right? Like everybody loves the acclaim. Like like I need more men doing this shit to each other. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean and meanwhile like you have people like getting like again the same people are getting really fucking high on their sauce that Chris Jericho won like the ring of honor world title, which I understand like the, the fact that he did is kind of bullshit. And like, does Chris Jericho need the ring of honor world championship? No, absolutely not. No, no. But here's the thing, right? Like the rumor is that like, um, Tony Khan's trying to get ROH a, a TV deal. Mm -hmm. And you know what worked before having Chris Jericho be a champ. That's true. Right. <laughs> and so like, all right, well let's put this title on this, on this name that like everybody knows, like mm -hmm. even if you kind of passively follow wrestling, like the name Chris Jericho is such a badass name that like, you've probably heard of it. And like, he's their champ now. And, and, and you'll, you'll probably tune in to see what's going on. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, yeah, that's all that is. Yeah. So, and and speaking of sports entertaining in AEW, uh, Johnny also says Soraya in this division. What could possibly go wrong? So yeah, Soraya uh, FKA Page uh, is back on the scene and apparently going to be wrestling, which was a big concern um, 
in WWE. Look, I, I, I hope that she's medically doing well. Um, it really sucked to see her career get cut incredibly short, um, because of neck injuries. And we've, and we've seen a lot of folks, um, you know, come back from supposedly career ending neck problems, uh, just in the past couple of years. So I hope that she can join that list. Um, sucks kind of sucks for her. Cause I think the AEW women's division is underserved. Let's say it's like, there's a whole, it's, it's poo poo. Yeah, there's a whole, there's a whole there's a whole lot of women wrestlers and a lot of really talented women wrestlers and they don't know fuck all what to do with any of them except for Jade Cargo is the only person that they understand that they know how to book correctly apparently. And I don't really think they know what they're doing. With Jade Cargo, <laughs> right? Like I understand you're building her up to be like a Goldberg, right? But like eventually Goldberg challenged for the number 1 strap. Yeah. Right? Like how are you having all of these all of these women's title matches? And not include the woman with the perfect record. Like right. that doesn't make any sense. Well, right? and it, it would make more sense if you had this like impenetrable, you know, champion at the top of the that that, that had the women's championship. Um yeah. for her to, for her to knock off. Yeah. Like and she and, and then she could be the fucking final boss, right? Yeah. And then you can make like she could be what Roman Reigns is, right? Like you but, can Right, but the only the only person that you have in that spot is Britt Baker, really. Right. And I mean, come on, yo. Like yeah. I know wrestling is you know, I, I get it. I get it. But no. <laughs> no, that's like like like, like Hollywood Hogan. She is not <laughs> right, say, right. to to, like, to, not, to keep not, the Goldberg analogy going. So right, I'm not. I'm certainly not buying this. Yeah. So so yeah. Good good luck. Uh, look, she seems like a nice uh, person. Paige. Uh, I I never thought that she was like people love her, mm-hmm. and I think they just kind of love her personality and not necessarily her wrestling ability. But you can't really say that. Mm-hmm. Um. She seems like a nice person, but I, I just hope she, and she's only 30. Yeah. Which is so nice. I, I hope she, I hope she can kind of, I hope she finds what she's looking for. But I also hope that like, she doesn't break her fucking neck. Uh, <laughs> like this, like this video of Ruby Soho, uh, who didn't break her neck, but God damn it. It looks like it. Jesus Christ. Somebody, uh, I, this wasn't in the post office, but someone also mentioned, I think in the, in the regular wrestling chat about how, like, like the one of the best stories WWE is telling right now is the Sami Zayn in the bloodline, and everyone likes Sami Zayn, but Jey Uso really doesn't like, like Sami yeah. Zayn, and that's gonna boil over. I gotta tell you, like, I watched that opening segment on SmackDown this week. My heart was feeling for Sami oh, yeah. Zayn. They, they, they got me. They got me good. Oh, they, they most definitely got me. <laughs> I was just like, oh damn! Like, are they really doing it? And like, it was a dick move that Roman was like, Jay. Rip that shirt off. <laughs> and she was like, with pleasure. <laughs> right. I was like, oh, damn. And then they, they swerved. They swerved yeah. us, man. They swerved us. And look, that's a Triple H thing, yo. Like yeah. that, like Vince McMahon, like that ain't a Vince McMahon thing. Like that dude was just completely out of touch. Like, I like what they're doing, man. Yeah. I like what they're doing. Then I think I think Xavier Woods tweeted out uh a a mix of like so you tweet out like D'Lo Brown's theme song on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But then, like, like at the part at the beginning where, you know, it's like, you're looking at the real deal now. Like, it cut in with Sammy Zayn on SmackDown. Like, you're dealing with the bloodline now. <laughs> it works, works very good. Worked very well. Uh, can't, so, the, the wor- possibly the worst question that you could ask this show this week with the current panel 
that we have on right now comes from Cam, who says, since we are approaching spooky season, what is everyone's favorite horror game? Yeah, that's a task question, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite uh, horror game is Resident Evil 5 because it's not a horror game. Like, it's an action game. Um, and with that's that's not scary and is totally ridiculous. Um, and it's a bit racist, which I find, like, hilarious uh, because that third level mm-hmm. is just funny to me. Like, I don't know why. Like, it shouldn't be funny to me, right? Especially, like, to me. Um, playing as this, like, thick-necked, you know, American dude with his with his uh african with his black african so it's okay sidekick <laughs> like shooting shooting zombified africans in grass skirts throwing spears like like that whole scenario is just funny to me man and i don't know why but uh but i like that game uh, i think that is a that is a game you're not going to see remade <laughs> no probably not or, or at least not in the not in its current form i i, I can tell you it would need some heavy heavy revisions um i quite enjoyed uh the original parasite eve when i was a lad um that shows you how many horror games i played that i really have nothing beyond like the only two that i played when i was a kid was parasite eve and resident evil 2 and <laughs> i beat resident evil 2 and i like resident evil 2 but i really like parasite Eve. i had a very good time with that game um, so that is probably my favorite horror themed game uh, that's out there. Kind of a like, like a horror horror RPG of sorts. Uh, let's see. I believe this is Trey who says, or no, this is not Trey. This is T Wash uh, who says, "What secondary story or side mission would have been better as the main story for a game?" Uh, Sky Larson connecting people's minds to the internet story would have been a better focus for Watch Dogs Three instead of what they went with in Legion. Um, I enjoyed. And again, I didn't I didn't finish all of it, um, but I finished some of them. I enjoyed all of the well, except for the except for the mage one. I enjoyed all of the guild quest lines um, in Skyrim far more than I enjoyed the main quest line in that game. Um, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven might as well just be a game about side quests. <laughs> because every single one of them is better than the main story. Yeah, all of them. Um. They are nice, concise, uh, and I'm not even just talking about like the companion stories. I'm talking about like the the actual like side quests, yeah. right? Like, there's one side quest I'll never forget where you uh, run into this um, you run into this this guy. He is uh, a, you're you're driving along. You stop at a police checkpoint, and um, and you get out to see what's wrong. And the cops are like, hey, we're trying to transport this guy. For some reason, you get wrapped up into it because, like, the the guy is has a film crew with him. Mm-hmm. And and um, and the, the woman, the, the guy in the, the convict takes a liking to you. And he's like, hey, I want this guy to come with me. And the film crew, the, the director, she's like, hey, look, I'll give you some cash if you just kind of bounce and you have the option to take the cash or just kind of see where it goes. Mm-hmm. And so if you see where it goes, she gives you another opportunity. And all the while you're talking to this person who like murdered people and he's kind of like on a redemption arc and he's, you know, he's, he's found God and you're, you're, you're having this philosophical que- uh, 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 back and forth with this guy on like 
the nature of being and and it's it's very thoughtful uh, especially for a video game where you can like put binoculars in your eyeballs right mm. and um and at the end the guy is like you know i have to repent for my sins and i want you to help me and will you be the one to crucify me like to literally put me on a cross while these people film it because i want the world to see that you know redemption is possible and it's fucking it's fucking heavy for this fucking weird ass game where you can put blades in your arms and spin around <laughs> like Balaka and shit, right? Um, but it was it was actually pretty thoughtful, and I, I I really enjoyed that quest. There are a number of little quests like that. The main story in Cyberpunk is just a bunch of bullshit. Well, see, the, uh, the problem is the the problem with it, and you you'll inherently find this in open world games because it is counterproductive for the game to make the main quests gripping narratively because you have to, because you, because you interact with it at such broken up intervals because they don't want you to just mainline the main quest. They want you to, to explore the stuff around it. So they, they don't want to be like, Oh man, like I, I don't want to be pulled away from this main quest because right. it like that, that breaks the flow of the game in many ways. So like you'll, you'll find that a lot where a lot of open world games do have really good main, uh, really weak narrative main quests that have some like high moments, but there's also like a lot of banal nonsense. The one open world game that I think bucks this easily the best is ghost of Tsushima has a fantastic start to end main quest narrative. Yeah. It's paced very well too. Yes. Like it's, it's uh Yeah. God, I love that game. Yeah, it's pretty fucking good. And and look, it's already it's already spawned a uh, a, a subgenre of, <laughs> of of spinoffs as we saw uh, a couple weeks ago <laughs> with the new game announcements that are coming. Finally, this is Trey, uh, who says since there will be a new Batman Spawn team up comic, is this the crossover game that is missing? Now, Micah, I don't know how you feel about Spawn, but to me, Spawn is like fetch. It's like the it's like the thing that everyone keeps trying to make a thing. And like people just need to realize that Spawn just isn't going to be a fucking thing. Like like Spawn Spawn was very much a character that landed at the right time for that character to land, the right place in the right time, late nineties, perfect late nineties character. Leave it at that. We don't need to keep making Spawn a thing. I think um I so I, I have a couple of Spawn toys, and I think the best part of Spawn is like it's I find its lore interesting because it's, mm-hmm. it has to deal with like heaven and hell and like here's this here's this soldier from hell that like doesn't want to fight for the devil but like and then like the and he's the hero and then heaven has their own version who's the villain in this particular from this particular point of view and I find it like interesting but not interesting enough to like give a shit right not interesting enough to want to read it mm-hmm. I, I think you're right. Spawn is Spawn is 100% like just 90s incarnate. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> like even like even the character designs to this day just scream 90s like aesthetic. Yeah. And I just don't Spawn is a cool looking character, but like that's it to me. Yeah. Like uh, it it's, it's Spawn will Spawn will if if top when Todd McFarlane dies. Like no one's going to be talking about Spawn no. because he's the one that's talking about Spawn. 
Yeah, and then the reason he talks about Spawn is because Spawn because Spawn made his career essentially, right. so it's in his interest to keep it to keep it relevant. Right, but like Spawn's gonna be in Soul Caliber. Like, I, I, I'll take the I'll take the GameCube. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll play i'll play with the elf boy <laughs> it's like oh like gamecube gets link xbox gets master chief like what are we getting at playstation like spawn you're like oh <laughs> thanks Get here, guys appreciate you <laughs> oh shit Oh my lord. So yeah. So that uh thank you guys for submitting your questions. Uh, again, you can go to densebistle.com slash fans, join our Discord, uh, and you can roast us apparently for uh for our hot spawn takes uh <laughs> that, that that are that are flying out there. Uh don't forget to subscribe to the show uh wherever you download fine podcasts, as well as all the other TNP studio shows if you're not already subbed to those. Make sure to go to youtube.com slash dense pixels uh, for all your dense pixels and glizzy content that you could possibly find. Uh, make sure you subscribe and hit the bell icon there as well. And then uh even though we were bagging on Twitch for half this episode, uh, you too can follow the channel at twitch.tv slash dense pixels. Follow our individual accounts as well. I am dense pixels. Brad Terrence is apparition 410. Carrie sup. It's Carrie Micah. Don't fuck with Twitch like that. So you can't, you can't watch him stream because he does not do that there. Nope, because um, I actually care about content creators. Yeah. I, I hope to God that we'll have actual bona fide fucking video. Actually, I know we'll have video games talked about next week because by the time we get to next week's show, I'll have my Steam Deck well in hand as well as the uh, library litany of games that I want to download from the Steam library that are already on my wish list, including Shovel Knight Dig. Uh, and I think, uh, what the fuck else? Oh, t- uh, Tunic came out to, is coming out to PlayStation and Switch this week. But of course, I'm going to probably buy it on Steam Deck because I waited all this time and now I finally have a device that can play it. So that's really fun. <laughs> so I expect to probably play those two things uh, between now and the time that we reconvene. So look for some cool game takes uh, next week as well. But until then, thank you very much for watching and listening. And we'll see you all the next time. See you.